This October, the Cinepunks Podcast Group invites you to our annual celebration of all things spooky. Cineween. From October 1st to 31st, Cinepunks.com is your home for Halloween scares, new writing, special podcast episodes, all to make you feel seasonally creepy. about whiny records and cheesy records. I'm Joey. And I'm Mike. I'm Tyler. And this week we're talking about Trustkill Records, December 14th, 1999, released Poison the Wells, the opposite of December, and <laughs> Southpaw Entertainment and CJ Entertainment's distributed by Warner Brothers Pictures, November 21st, 2007, release August Rush, the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and it gets rated really well online. I truly don't understand. Baffling. No yeah. way it is that good. Baffling. But we'll get there. We will get there. Give us time. We'll get there. Just wait. Uh, Tyler, what have you been listening to? I, f- I know you've been listening to something. Don't hold back, buddy. Tell me. I, I, I'm on pins and needles. Lately, I really haven't been. Life's a empty pit. Oh. Joey, what have you been listening to, <laughs> uh, bud? I know you've been listening to something. I'm on pins and needles. <laughs> I got a couple. Cool. Uh, so wait, Tyler, you really don't have any? Uh, no, I've just been rocking the same old, same old. <laughs> okay, cool. Never heard of them. Joey, what are you listening <laughs> to? Uh, on the subject of emo, they just put the entire Indian summer discography on Spotify. It's called "Giving Birth to Thunder," and it's you know they didn't release a whole lot, so it's pretty short and it's great. Cool. I've uh, been listening to my friend's band, I Flies. Just put out an EP. It's called Context. They sound like Helmet. Wait, so you're into that? That shit's cool. I see their sticker like every day in yeah, Center City. Yeah, it's, it's like right at 18th and Market every day. I see. It. I've seen a couple around actually. Hell yeah! They oh, got okay. members of Full of Hell, Backslider, um, some other bands as well. Cool. So I'm gonna check them out. Uh, then I've been listening to. I got two more. I've been listening to this band called Big Cheese. Their LP just came out on Painkiller Records. They sound like kind of like New York hardcore, like New York Bostony hardcore. I assume they're from Boston, but I don't really know. But a lot of artists on that label are. And then I've been listening to some Quasimodo, which is uh, one of like Mad Lib's projects. It's just like cool, uh, just like chill hip hop. I'm super into it. Sick. That's all I got. What about you, Mike? Nice. Uh, Big Cheese. It might be from Leeds. Big Cheese? This Big Cheese? Um, That might be Big Cheese. Yeah, I don't know. It looks like they're from Leeds. Go to the Painkiller uh, band camp real fast. Uh, I can do it real quick over your arm you while you talk about your, uh, yeah, I'll do it on my phone. Okay, cool. Uh, I've been listening to Suburban Lawns again because that band is so good. They're like the, the West Coast talking heads, but like a little weirder. They're like weirder. art, art yeah. post-punk kind of stuff. That sounds awesome. They're great. Yeah, they have an album. I, I think their most popular song is called Gidget Goes to Hell off of like an EP, like the baby EP, but I listened to their full length. I think it's just called Suburban Lawns. Pretty flawless. Check it out. Um, there's also this band called Dead Gaze, G-A-Z-E important uh and the album's called easy <laughs> travels because i i described that as somebody and they're like yeah that's name's insensitive i was like no no no, it's not uh but it's called <laughs> easy true. travels they have some kind of like no age art vibes and they kind of sound like a poppier version of that almost like cloud nothings or something they're really cool uh i would check them out for sure um and then this other band i've heard the name a lot but i never actually checked them out the name is kind of terrible mega bog b-o-g mm. Uh, they have a song called She's History, and I feel like they either have a split or toured with like Twin Steps or like Summer Blondes, like an Oak, that's like an Oakland band, I think. Uh, I think they're in with that crew, but that song She's History is really cool. And last but not least, this band came on Shuffle, and I kind of forgot all about them. They're like a garagey kind of band from Brooklyn via Allentown. They're called White Pisces, uh, okay. and it's Brandon Geeting, who is maybe in Street Smart Cyclist. He's, in, he's like in all of those. He's like in that crew. Uh, White Pisces, they have an EP called Unbelievable Selection. And it's really good. Nice. So you know what they All say. Right. That sounds cool. Represent your clique. Motherfucker. Um, I think you Big must. Cheese is from Leeds. Hell yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I didn't so mean to. Good, I didn't no, mean, it's good to know. Didn't mean to, to chump you, but. Good uh, to know. They are playing here October or something, I think. Cool. Yeah. Keep me posted. I would probably go. Yeah. Cool. Um, 
should we should we do it? We'll do it. Let's do it. Let's do it, baby. To kick it right off, Poison the Well is not an emo band. Poison the Well is hardcore and metal. Um, and I'll kind of take the heat on this one. They're really not that whiny. I just thought it would be a good pairing. To I mean, they are in a way. Uh, yeah. I would say that they are, actually. They're a little whiny when they sing they or do whiny, like the spoken they word. whiny lyrical content, honestly. <laughs> For sure. Uh, they're from Miami, Florida, which is an interesting turn. That uh, is kind of interesting. So it makes sense. Tyler, you had mentioned Shai Hulud before we started recording, and they're yeah. kind of in with that scene, I guess. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of similarities, especially early on. Yeah. Stylistically, they were on uh, Trust Kill, and apparently Trust Kill has got like a really bad rap. Wikipedia has a breakdown of what shit each band has talked on the label, which is very oh, interesting. Oh, really? <laughs> so they're just like kind of assholes, like contract-wise, or that's I, cool. I don't know. It's interesting, but some of the bands from that era that were on uh, the label on Trust Kill were Hope's Fall, It Dies Today, Throwdown, Walls of Jericho, Bleeding Through, Holy Hell, Shyhood, Roses Are Red, Most Precious Blood, Fight Paris, Yeah, and then shout out Mike Ski, Brothers Keeper. Dude, there's a lot, of, a lot of good stuff in there. I used to love Walls of Jericho. Yeah. Dude, Fight Paris. Wow. Fight Paris is crazy. They were all like college football players who had like porn interludes between their songs. That shit was Yeah, bizarre. a lot of money. Yeah, Fight they, Paris was. All wow. their songs were just about partying. It was just every time I die, but horny. Oh, I think <laughs> yeah. I was getting them mixed up with that band. Plot to Blow Up the Eiffel Tower? No. Remember Spark is a Diamond? Oh, that band ruled. What was the singer in before Spark is a Diamond? Ooh, Philly band, I guess. There was a band that sounded, the name reminds me of Fight Paris for some reason in my brain, but I don't, I don't know. actually did we, remember what it is. Did we talk about Spark is Punch a Diamond London? on this podcast before? I think we have. Because I bought their I EP. I saw them once. I bought their EP like on a whim because there was someone's top eight on MySpace or something probably, but like I bought the, the <laughs> I bought their album... <laughs> And they sent me a, like a signed poster, and they're really cool. And they like wrote a little note in, and as like a sixteen year old kid, I thought it was so cool. Great. And like they did a cover of fucking like Push It. They were like a bass and drum and like electronic. They band. were, but so like cool. the singer would scream. Right. It was like a hardcore band. Like, yeah. They were all at well, hardcore roots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they. I saw them play at the old Siren Records with my friend's band at the, who. At my friend Doug played in a band called Everybody Wang Chung tonight. <laughs> it was very much like a botch style band. Were they from Doylestown Ooh, as well? They were from Doylestown, yeah. Okay, cool. A lot of good stuff out of that area. Yeah, yeah for totally. sure. Yeah, Spark is a Diamond. The hit is called Check Your Lease. You're in Fuck City. Yes, it really I, is. I just remembered that. <laughs> I can, I can, rem- I can <laughs> almost hear how it goes, too. <laughs> That's a really good time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Emerald Moon Records, baby. sometimes the guys are tapped out, too. Oh, that's why we were talking about them. The All Time yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, anyways, so... <laughs> Poison the Well. Fall River. Fall River. Is the band that the singer used to be in. All right. That's good to know. And then there's a Fight Paris, Fall River. There's a band. It's pretty similar. Um, Fall River. Oh, Silverstein is a song called Friends in Fall River. Which oh, really? That, which is interesting. Yeah. Damn. Um, but anyways, yeah. So this, this album is called The Opposite of December, dot, 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 A Season of Separation, apparently. I oh, I didn't know there I was more to it than that. Yeah. I forget where I saw that in my in my travels, but I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, I never heard that. Thank you. Do you guys know the Thank first you. time you heard Poison? Like, do you, was this the first you heard of them? No, I have a really, I kind of, kind of a fun origin story. Let's hear it. Um, so I was on Streetwise. Do you guys remember that? When I was in high school, which was a website mm-hmm. where you could sign up for street teams for shit. Oh, cool. And one of them, but like they had limited spots and they would send you swag. Was Team Puppin' Suds on there? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's from, from gr- Grind? Puff Brink. What? Brink. Oh. From Brink. But, uh... Fuck. <laughs> we're, we're into some real Web 1.0 shit right now. Disney movies and, like, a site street where you can one. sign up for street teams. Yeah, and then they give you, they send you a bunch of swag in the, in the mail, and then you, like, go to school and hand it out. So another one I was on, I was on the Terminator 3 street team, <laughs> and they sent you... <laughs> they sent you a fucking... Judgment Day? They sent you a... No, 3. It's the most Joey-breeding thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Terminator 3. Two is Judgment Day. No, it was three then. T three. T three. The one with like Arnold when he's like old, kind of. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> what did they make you do for the street team? Well, so the Terminator one, they sent you mini <laughs> discs that just had the trailer on it, and that was it. But the Poison the Well one was sick because it sent uh, like a demo disc or something and a uh, DVD, which came in a plain cardboard sleeve, and the DVD had live footage and. Uh, music, the music video for Bachelor on it. That's sick. Why don't bands do shit like that? And that now? was like the awesome. first. That was like the first time I heard them because I just thought their name was like cool and yeah. they like looked cool. And I was like in I don't know eleventh grade or something, and uh, which was two thousand three. 
So it was right before. Actually, it was right before the second album right came out. Right before you come before you. Or yeah, whatever, or yeah. no, the tear from the red. Tear from the red. Right before tear from the red came out, and uh, or no, right after. It looks like. So right before distance make the heart distance make sure. The heart anyway, yeah. Botchla was on it, <clears> and <throat> uh, I was like, this band sucks. And then uh, <laughs> it's because it's gave, got those weird chords, and then he sings kind of off key, and you're like, what I wasn't super into that kind of stuff yet. Um, gotta, I mean, some some other it. stuff, I guess, a little bit, but I thought like Poison Law was like some poser shit, I guess. <laughs> I was also like, I had like a mohawk and shit then, so I was like, I'm fucking punk. You're fucking but, Antifa. But <laughs> uh, I gave one to my friend, and then he got super into him. So then when he was into him, I got super into it. And then we used to, back then you could copy music CDs on your Xbox and play the songs during certain games. Whoa. Yo, I forgot about that. That was regular so Xbox. awesome. That's a cool concept. That was so, so we did it with, he ended up getting this record opposite of December and he had like one earth crisis CD. And you were playing it over the and Sims? And he put them over, he put them on his Xbox and we used to play that Godzilla fighting game and just listen to Poison the Well and Earth Crisis. That's actually really cool. That's awesome. And I forgot about that. I will say only one of those bands is one I would still listen to now and it's not the one you're thinking, it's Poison the Well. Because <laughs> <laughs> Earth Crisis stinks. <laughs> Damn. Tyler, do you know, I feel like we probably have a similar well, story. Uh, kind of. So my, I had an older cousin actually that liked Poison the Well. He was, he's like seven years older than me. So He's like forty-five, <laughs> fifty-eight. <laughs> oh shit! You're thirty. You're fifty-one. Uh, but he got into them when he was in uh, high school. Cool. So I mean, I like in well, Vietnam. He lived. He, he he grew up two hours, two and a half hours away from me. So I didn't really see him often. But um, you know, he was the older cousin, so he would like play this shit when I was in his room. I'd be like, oh, that's so sick. Yeah. And I thought it was like really neat, but I didn't really know what it was. But then like Mike and I would get into music in high school, and I would like throw back and be like oh yeah i remember all of this and get like yeah. right into it again i had one of those take action three compilations and it opens with ryan premack doing a psa for anti-suicide oh. and then it goes right into never allowed to point that face like crystal lake they love vocal over tracks yeah but i used to i listened to that cd so much that i had his psa memorized yeah which was like oh crazy. really yeah yeah he could absolutely I, I don't know if you still can but you used to do it verbatim hello this is ryan premack from poison the well Depression is the leading cause of suicide and it's treatable. No one should have to suffer alone. Help for you or those you love is just a phone call away. Call 1-800-SUICIDE for help. Thank you and take care of yourselves and each other, I think. Oh, wow. Well, there you go. You, you, can spot, you can check me. That's a good message, too. I mean, that's a good message. We should leave that in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's just so everyone knows, that's that was not Ryan Premack speaking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was Mike Paulshock. My alter ego is Ryan Premack. Uh, I read that they had a ton of different members and the lead singer left right before this album. And the dude who recorded this one became the full-time frontman. So I guess he left oh. right before they recorded. So the other dude came in, did this, and became their like full-time. I never like, really, I never member. realized that yeah. somehow. Interesting. Yeah, but I guess they have, like maybe similar to Shai Halud and similar to Saves the Day and similar to yeah. like Zayo. They just have like a ton of ton of ton of. I things. saw them Zayo, once. Hell yeah. Sorry, I'm gonna play a song real quick. We've yeah, been, go we've for been it. running our damn mouths. Um, I saw yeah. them once after like versions came out. I think that record's pretty good too. <sighs> ones to mandate heaven yo this is one of the second half of this record goes freaking in dude i thought the, like it's pretty like front loaded with hits but yeah at post nerdy i think the best songs are in the second half yeah although I, I used to really like a wish for things that work yeah that one's that wish one's for good. wings that work it's called right or, or, or sorry things, or? Wish for, yeah yeah sorry sorry <laughs> Uh, this intro to this song sounds like the flight of the bumblebees or something like that. Like it seems so botch. <laughs> botch. That, that constant pull yeah. off thing he's doing. Yeah. What's this one again? Not with an arm's length. Correct. Yeah. They do a lot of the double double bass. The. It's very like. Some double pedal shit. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff you don't really hear anymore. I feel like that no, kind of. Do you know any drummers that have two bass pedals anymore? I'm sure there's a ton. And even if people they that do, are it's still playing their not in like then. good, not in like good bands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And even if they do, they just kind of do like straight up like. I feel like they're not doing like these fills. Yeah. They're not like yeah. They're or they're just doing like a quick little thing. Yeah. They're doing a little bit of a. I just. I mean, I guess it was like was it like a fad, but I still feel like there could still be a place for it if you're really trying to play like fast music. Totally. Well, and it was really, and it kind of got taken over by the sort of like mall metal hardcore deathcore bullshit. Totally. Like that's where all the double bass went to die. Basically, Atreyu took that shit and killed it. Yeah. One time I saw Atreyu, and the dude had fucking three kick drums. 
You don't. Have three I don't feet. even know how you do that. His dick. Oh, oh. his dick. <laughs> it's uh, prehensile. Did you guys get down with like Seven Angels, Seven Plagues, and like Sky Came Falling in those bands? I feel like no, they're pretty not really. Really? Uh, I I think I found out about uh especially like seven angels seven plagues like way later yeah and i was already like out of it those are ones that i found but they weren't as good so i was just like "Ah, i was in i was more into like the bled yeah regine every time i die the bled bled was i fear before a little bit as well you're talking my language i I listened to art damage yesterday holy shit that's awesome (laughs) and it still holds (laughs) up in my opinion i need to listen to the bled more that all all of their albums up through like heat fetish or whatever it was called were like really good really good uh found in the flood was i'll tell you what they were they were pretty shitty live though really i think they were shitty a few times were they just over it or they just i think they just like just couldn't, sucked a lot couldn't bring yeah. the heat yeah i don't know i mean that was like uh this totally different was it uh day trader yeah the, yeah it was like a super group but the uh, i forget mm. who was saying but they he the sang guys from like bridge and tunnel or something like that i forget i forget but the guy was well, he like in the vocals would sing really high and then i i i don't think i saw them live i heard live tracks and okay. it really so bad nervous energies or something like that or? dude i think that's the only thing that maybe doesn't like have the lasting power on this record is like the clean singing parts like the spoken parts are cool yo yeah but the singing is just like uh, like really backgroundy so i don't really remember and much I don't like, love it because like a lot of people throughout the decades or 20 years that this happened yeah there's been a lot of people that throw in like vocal tracks on albums and things, but did they start kind of doing that before it was a thing? I feel um, like they popularized it because they certainly did that. And yeah. they have their own specific version of it too, where it's quick. It's like, I feel like Thursday did this, like maybe stole, from, not stole from this, but Thursday used this style of doing it where it would be like thrown into the song, just kind of like a quick little like. Does Thursday predate this band though? I don't know. This came out in 90s. 99? 99. And this was like. Their second EP, I think. Yeah, man, I don't know. They're yeah. pretty, maybe they're neck and neck. I don't really remember maybe when Thursday started. They're creating calculus. Liam, I know time. you're gonna say, "Well, look it up." We're not gonna do that. <laughs> <Is> Thursday that <laughs> old? I Thursday can't old. remember. Ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they double. The, they have like a specific sound of their vocals because it's like very mid heavy, and then they double it exactly. So it's weird, yeah. disorienting because it's like it's got to be so hard to record those vocal parts because you have to remember exactly what cadence you used and stuff. I don't know. I'm impressed by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it is really cool. I'm gonna play another one. Uh, we'll play "Wish for Wings" the work. That's a good one too. The There's intro. a lot of good ass tracks on this, dude. Even the one after this, "Artist's Rendition." Yeah, he's fucking good. I think they just came up with an intro that they thought was sick, and then couldn't do anything with it because when yeah. it breaks, it just breaks. Well, and speaking <laughs> of converge, I didn't realize that Jacob Bannon did the artwork for this record. Oh, that makes a lot. Of yeah, sense. it makes a lot of sense though. Oh, Tyler. I also wrote that like their spoken word parts remind me of the number twelve at certain points. Yeah, you said they have a new record. Yo, number twelve has a new record. It's good. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it this came goes out back to the Lana Del Rey it, covering Sublime thing. So things I thought I'd never hear. This is re- the, when this is released. Shout re- out to two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this I'm not sure what day that this anyone's listening to this, but on <laughs> September twentieth, the number twelve looks like you put out a new record, and it's actually fucking good. Shout out Shane from Tamaqua PA that we used to play shows with. I think he like helped them do a video for it or something, or helped them like promo it or something. I don't for know. number twelve, yeah. So he was Are like posting Philly? about it. Number twelve, uh, Town? No, I don't uh, think they're even from PA. I think no. they're from New York or something. Because uh, that dude was PA. The big, <laughs> I think they're they're from New York, uh, dude. Honestly, they're aliens. The so. dude that played bass was in that band, Batter Up, which was kind of fun. They're like a fun. Oh, kind I like kind of remember that. Youth crew band or so when I said that I wasn't listening to anything, I've been listening. I listened to uh, <laughs> Art Damage the other day, <laughs> and I listened to the new Number Twelve record, and I actually listened to it from first to last. Uh, oh yeah, you listen to a lot of things. Yeah, I uh, I just had a lot of time where I'm just sitting around studying and like. Yeah, I'll just click through Spotify and like related artists, and I'll go down and like just hear a couple songs here, a couple songs there. Yeah, I'll go through full. I'll go through a whole discography. Oh yeah, so I'll be wow. sitting. I'll be sitting in a chair for four or five days. hours, and then I'm gonna keep doing shout outs that like only people will appreciate from back home. Shout out Dan Wood and Steve Wood for being into this band and like. <laughs> when I was like hell yeah 15, 16 hey that's a great set of siblings right there yeah, great and Joel hey <laughs> and shout Joel out, shout out Joel too yeah, Joel if you're listening you're a nice man also, also. have you guys ever seen this band uh, yeah I saw um, right yeah. after Versions came out oh right oh, on yeah, the, on the uh, 10 for 10 tour these are one in bit. Baltimore they yeah. headlined the Baltimore date what does they, 10 for 10 mean uh, it was 10 bands 10 bucks 
Whoa. And other bands included on it. They changed awesome. they changed certain dates, but um like on some of the dates there was Trapped Under Ice, Terror, This Is Hell, um I remember Terror, holy shit. Who else? Uh Vision of Disorder, mm-hmm. um The Ghost Inside. Unfortunately, <laughs> and uh, I got beat up by my cousin's bar mitzvah. There was a there was a handful of good shit. Though, well, dude, sure. I know exactly what you're talking about. Though. Chipmunk I, skull. Crush. I went I went to it in Baltimore and in um, Sayreville, Jersey. Oh shit! But it was fun. That's cool. Different bands both nights. Uh, a couple swapped out, but I think probably around like seven of them were the same. Cool. But then like VOD played Jersey, Poison Well played Baltimore. I nice. forget what else, the other ones that got shaken up were. That's awesome. Cool. Uh, they use a lot of splash symbol in this album. I don't know if we heard any of the songs we just played, but like yeah. that little like is that the is that the upside down? Uh, people would put like they do like China China symbols upside down or like splashes upside down. Oh, actually, here I'm just gonna play the intro to Nerdy. We'll use that as one of the transitions. But here's the splash symbol. Yeah, maybe I don't know. That could sound like hi hats to me. But. <laughs> yeah, true. It sounds a little hi hat. Um, what else we got? Kerrang! Named it one of their. They ranked it on the 21 best U.S. metalcore albums of all time, and Loudwire said it was number two on their 25 best metalcore albums. Wow, wow! Uh, I'd say it belongs on some sort of list yeah, like that. Yeah, I think it's very <laughs> formidable, and like it set the like the tone for a lot of bands after. Because I think, like we said before, we hit record on this, like up to 2008, toward like even 2010, I think there are bands trying to get this sound. Oh yeah, then this was 1999. Yeah. So you're sure. you're talking like would, there's even bands now that still try to do this and Yeah, you're you're, you're talking like decades later that people yeah. are still trying to emulate this and this was this yeah. was before the year 2000. My buddy Max's band shout out to Max if you're listening uh used to cover his old band Double Dealer used to cover Nerdy. Yeah. And it was Hell like yeah. it, it was pretty like oddball cover but people yeah. were always fucking into it it's yeah. the perfect cool. it's the perfect band like when we would have band practice i would just do the yeah and then the guitars go it's like the harmonics it's like really fun to it's like a very fun song to cover yeah yeah that uh and it's like that it's there's very rarely a time when a drum can start yeah and you know exactly where you're going it just takes the like the one two three two and you got it you know if i saw this band present that i would pit for nerdy, I think I would have to. Yeah. <laughs> My knees couldn't handle it. For a couple it. songs, honestly. <laughs> Yo, I this I'd fall down right away. <laughs> I can picture like videos of this band playing live, and it's like a rigid like everyone playing guitar and singing is very rigid because of yeah. the clothes they're wearing. Because they're wearing like baggy ass cargo jeans and yeah. like cargo shorts, and like their shirts are down to their knees. It's like hard to move. Well, they used to wear like just plain black tees, like tight as well, hell, and those, like girl yeah. jeans. Wasn't this more well, like no, a, that was more like I think that was more like 2003 or this is like yeah. 99. I, I think of like are you thinking? that back i think this is more of like i'm a tough guy thing so you got to like get your shoulders out get your elbows (laughs) out so you look wider like pigeons do to each other when they're trying (laughs) it's a whole like hey look at me i'm bigger than you yeah Yeah. i don't know i guess you know like pigeons (laughs) a pigeon did it to me one time when i was sitting on a stoop in in philly i had to just i had to to backhand it because it kept walking toward me with its wings puffed out and And a pigeon tried to kiss me one time a pigeon tried to kiss me one time i said hey i you know, pigeons can kiss each other. Just don't try to kiss me, all right? Oh, yeah, well, they're <laughs> gross. Yeah, somehow I've never seen this band live. I don't know how. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, again, with this album, too, is... Uh, not again, but this is another one of those... So I think this episode is when I'm realizing anything before I actually started working, which was 2006 and had money. No, no, this is actually... This all comes I together. I like where this is going. No, uh, no, hear me out. Hear me out. So this is like back when like Winamax, Napster, LimeWire, Kazaa, all those things were there. So I would like get into music and I would download it because I couldn't go just buy albums all the time. So like this was one album where I just downloaded a bunch of random songs and didn't know what album it was on because like it was just random songs. And yeah. It was mixed in with songs from like other albums also. But starting in 2006... I started like working since so I was 16. Where, the, where all the songs were on. So then I would go like from any album after that point that I was into, I would go buy it for like the 1999 USD. Yeah. And I actually have it in my car. So I, then I knew exactly what songs were on what albums because I could afford to buy them. But before that, I had to Napster the <laughs> shit. like a hodgepodge of songs. It's quite a convoluted yeah. way of saying you bought the CD. <laughs> I didn't yeah. buy this one. Okay. No, I'm saying I didn't buy this one. <laughs> okay. Any album before 2006. <laughs> okay. All right. No. Stop. <laughs> Wait. So you didn't go back and buy albums that came out before 2006? Uh, Taking Back Sunday. Tell all your friends. <laughs> 
<laughs> I will only buy albums released from this date forward as I have a job. It basically <laughs> was. It was like there's so much music coming out then that was good that I like couldn't go back. <laughs> it turns out when you're 16, even if you have a job, you don't make that much money. No, not at all. So gonna, I, couldn't, I couldn't buy that much. I'm going to play uh, Mid-Air Love Message real quick. Yo, this song fucking rules. I said this song is underrated and hard as hell. This might be my favorite track. Check it out. This is like and it like false ends like three times dude, too, they do, and does like a new part. They've got to get that good. They've got to get that thing where fans start clapping too soon at every yeah. song. But then there's a mathy part at 47 seconds. Here we go. No, but what's cool about this song is like you know when the pause happens, like the real fans will start moshing to silence for the next part. Oh, <laughs> that's that real shit. And then here's the two-step part. It that's like the pre-come of moshing. Absolutely. <laughs> and then here's they're getting ready for this mosh. Right there, dude. You're just fucking spinning. <laughs> and then the soft shit happens. <laughs> that song, that's that's, that's, that's when everyone lays down and kisses. Huh. Like those fucking pigeons. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you sit by a dominant male pigeon, it will fluff its wings out. Alpha pigeon. And it'll puff True. its chest up. And it'll think it can challenge you, but all you have to do is push it with your finger. I'm picturing you have to do pigeon is be bigger than it, which you are. Everyone is <laughs> picturing like a big pigeon running at me, flapping its wings, and it's just like running me out of the room, like running me straight out of <laughs> running town. Out of, out of town. <laughs> I would get out just because they're gross. I don't want its yeah. diseases. Yeah, that's true. Um, how would you guys rate this album? All music gave it a four point five out of five, which is a nine out of ten in my book. If you're asking me, that's a ninety out of a hundred. That's a nine hundred out of a thousand. Wow. Um, Wait, what did you give it? I didn't give it anything yet. <laughs> All Music, though, gave it a 4.5 out of 5, which is a 9 out of 10. If you ask me, that's a 90 <laughs> out of 100. That's a 900 out of 1,000. <laughs> um, I would give it like a 7, probably. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's getting harder for me. It's with, great, but like I'm not like going to put it on tomorrow. Yeah, you know? yeah. When's the last time you listened to it? It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a few years. Well, it's getting hard for me because I want to like rate things in context, not overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's like this uh, is an awesome, awesome metalcore album from 1999. It's essentially in its own right near flawless. Yeah, but like today with my tastes, yeah, it's not going to stack up to the things I like now. But, yeah, but in its in its time and its place, that's a solid eight. Rank it one or two against the new number twelve album. This is better than the new Okay, so this is one and number 12 is two. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I'd give this like a... Between like a seven and an eight, yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's like, it's tough because it is really good, but I agree. I'm not... I yeah, haven't it, listened to it in 10 years. In its own context, yeah. it's, a, it's a solid eight. Today, for me, like a six, six and a half, yeah. just because it's not my taste anymore. Sure. We, what we like. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Mikey, he likes it. <laughs> hey, we like it. Okay, give us a break. Okay, Ryan Premack from Poison the Well. Yeah, I know you're listening. You you won't stop texting us. Hey, why don't you guys like it? I well, we it. like it, okay? <laughs> yeah, hey, we're I'm totally plugging it. Someone, everyone, go listen to it. Everyone, go buy it on iTunes.com. Thank you, for iTunes, for sponsoring this week's episode of Why Didn't You? Joey's <laughs> <laughs> crazy today. I like it. What, do you guys think of any weird owl titles in the interim? I know I was kind of giving yeah. you some time, but yeah, so I, I, I actually did not. I accidentally gave one away, so I had to redo it. Because I initially said a wish for things that work, and I was going to be a wish oh. for things that work. And I was going to be like, uh, I'm a dad in a suburban house that I just wish for things that would work. Keep saying, dad, nab it. Uh, my lawnmowers. So I, I'm going to rework it, and I'm going to say a wish for men at work. Oh, shit. <laughs> and this is me. This is just a man starting a petition for the band Men at Work to get back together. <laughs> That's pretty good. They just go on tour and play that one song. Yeah. Land Down Under. Yeah. Um, actually, their one lead singer, Colin Hay, started an acoustic solo project. It's really good. Okay. That's mm. cool. Um, and then um, an artist rendering of me would become an artist or artist rendering of Smee. I really Smee th- being. I don't know why. I really thought you were going to say P. No, Smee. Smee like being. Sh- like Smee from Hook? Captain Hook's right hand like, man. <laughs> so this is wait, if. Oh, wait, hang on. Like question. a painting of this Smee? Is, no. Question. Which one of his hands was the hook? Was it his right-hand man or his left-hand man? I don't know. Here's the thing behind artist rendering of me. I'm just saying. In this, in this scenario, the police break up Hook's gang and Smee gets away. So one of the Lost Boys has to give a description to a police sketch artist of Smee. So it's an artist rendering of Smee and then the police are on the lookout for him. 
Okay. And the <laughs> Joey's <laughs> fucked up right now. I love it. <laughs> I was picturing the sketch of <laughs> Okay, and his nose is how big you're saying? Is it's bulbous. Incredibly round you're it's saying. It's bulbous, yeah. yeah. Um, I like the striped shirt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if you had to give a sketch just artist Bob Hoskins <laughs> and his beard looks and his beard looks how shitty you're saying? <laughs> Very shitty. Okay, yeah. So this just old ass Bob Hoskins. If you had to give a, a sketch artist a description of SME, that'd be yeah. exactly, yeah. Well, tough act to follow. I've got two. Wait, is that Bob Hoskins? Maybe. Look no, up. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> Why was I saying that? No. You're thinking of Super Mario Brother Bob Hoskins, and you're thinking of Eddie Valent from Who Framed Roger look Rabbit. Up, look up Hook real fast. It's definitely somebody. It's definitely not Dustin Hoffman. Oh, no. He's Hook. <laughs> well, yeah. He's hooked. Also, he that took me literally so many decades to understand that that was... Literally. Dustin Hoffman? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know who the fuck Dustin Hoffman was when I was a kid watching yeah, this movie. Yeah, that's true. Um, I thought it too weird. Outside it's Bob Hoskins. Oh, nice. oh, thank God. Yeah, thank, you're thank right. Thank God. <laughs> I thought two weird out titles. Uh, twelve twenty three ninety three. I made twelve twenty one eighty nine. The t- day that Taylor Smith was born. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, does anyone, by the way, want to know my social security number? <laughs> we know your Wi-Fi and your birthday so far. <laughs> I'll bleep it. I'll bleep it. Um, and then, nerdy. It's a it's a song about golf, and it's called Birdie. Oh, great! Yeah. Ooh, nice. And you're just gonna plead the fifth, Joey? Uh, artist rendition of P. <laughs> <laughs> Rendering Genius. of P. Genius. Uh, how about <laughs> Fartist rendering of P? Yeah, yeah, Fartist rendition of P. Well, I feel like you're <laughs> taking my shtick now. A <laughs> uh, wish for things that twerk. There you go. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. <laughs> Thanks, uh, we're back. Thanks, LVAC. <laughs> Thanks, Cinepunks. XLVACX.com. Screen printing needs. Check them out. Uh, go to Let's Hang Out, October 25th. It's a Friday night. They're going to have wrestling. They're going to have live music. They're going to have hot dogs, but they're vegan hot dogs. Uh, they're probably going to have pierogies, and it's like, what, 15 bucks for the whole damn night? It's and so like fun. cheap beer. Yeah. Ten, uh, it might be 10 bucks, or it's, I think it's 15, but a little bit less if you wear a costume. Oh, I'm into that. Yeah, That's cool. yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, Cinepunk, C-I-E-C-I-N-E-P-U-N-X.com. It's currently Cineween. Check out the website. They got some cool articles, all sorts of stuff about uh, <laughs> all sorts of stuff about horror movies and, and just the general spirit of, uh, of Halloween. Yeah. And then go to our cover show. Oh, yeah. Cause then come to the our cover show. after uh, Let's Hang Out. You got Joey Ramone. You got Mikey Ramone. You got Taylor Ramone. You got Jake. Ramon, <laughs> it's gonna be a blast. It's gonna be so fun. We're playing a Ramon's cover set. Uh, Hurry's spinning a big wheel of covers. It's the haunted wheel of covers. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and look like, for me in the audience. I'll be there, and I'll be really sweaty. Tyler will be in the audience, and he'll be really sweaty. And then there's a band that's playing that's gonna do some covers of The Cure. And it's gonna be great. Yeah, it's gonna be super fun. Anthony Gallery in West Philly. I feel like I've been talking too much. What have you guys been listening Check to? Check Deets. Uh, watching. Um, Deets and Watson. Yeah. I've been watching nothing again. Just wrestling. Just wrestling, just deathmatch wrestling, which is some real ghoulish shit. Cool. <laughs> Do go on. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of light tubes. There's a lot of sharp objects. There's a lot of blood. <laughs> so, so one of my one of my really good friends in college, uh, there was a, a light tube in our like frat house. That yeah, it was just empty. It's like in a room, and he's like, "Yo." Do you want to break me this? with that? He's like, <laughs> he's like, "Do you want to break it on my leg outside?" I'm like. Of course I do if you ask me to. <laughs> so we went outside and he was in shorts and we did. I broke it off his calf. Yeah. And he's like, that was awesome. It didn't even hurt. And then like uh, 10 seconds later, we looked and there's like all these little cuts down his leg. And we're like, oh. Oh, and all the dust in the cut too. Yeah. We're like, oh, he should have wore pants. Dust in the cut. 
<laughs> we realized the pants were better. Like have yeah. fabric over it. that same True. weekend on the Monday. I'm going to GCW in, at the Voltage Lounge. So I don't know how they're going to fit a ring in that place, but they've done it before. So <laughs> that'll be a, that'll be a wild time. If you want to breathe in some light to dust, come check that out and say, hey. Oh, yeah, Tyler, I watched a friend break a guitar over your head once. Or you broke a guitar over Ian's head. No, I, I had the helmet on, I think. Oh, that's kind of relevant. broke it over your that's head. That's relevant yeah. to our movie this week. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, so yeah. I, I wore a helmet and someone broke an old guitar on my head. What, uh, yeah, true. What have you been watching, Tyler? Um, so we are, Kate and I are getting really close to catching up with Marvel. Uh, last night we just watched Infinity War and, uh, the night before that we watched Black Panther. Are you going chronological? Not, you're not really going chronological, are you? Well, so sort of. you mean we're call- uh, so chronologically release wise or chronologically movie timeline? <sighs> oh, it sounds like you're doing timeline. No, we're, we're going movie release. So we're going to do we Captain Marvel. Captain- no, we're going to do Ant-Man and the Wasp next. And then, or no, sorry, Captain Marvel next, then Ant Man and the Wasp, and then we're gonna do Endgame. Well, all of these. Oh, I'm thinking. I was. I was thinking Infinity War was Endgame. Never mind. No, yeah. So yeah, yeah we, we just good. watched Infinity War. She, she, the I was so so happy because in the first ten minutes, she's like, "Wow, this is already so good." I'm like, yeah. "Yes, you're right. It is <laughs> great." Mike, what have you been watching? Uh, I've been watching Logan's Run. So. If you listen to last week's episode, I haven't had internet for a really long time, so I've been watching the same DVD to go to sleep every night. I've been watching Logan's Run until I fall asleep, then picking it up and just watching the rest of it. It's yeah. so good, though. That's oh, great. And then it goes to the DVD menu, which isn't like Austin Powers going, oh, yeah, but it's like... While I feel you like sleep. Most DVD menus are fucking annoying. This one's just the, the soundtrack of Logan's Run. Which what would you say about... How's Austin Powers go? Uh, Shag me rotten. <laughs> what would you say about the crystals in Logan's Run? What would I say about them? Yeah. The crystals, they're clear. Okay, just checking. Yeah, that's what I'd say. Um, and then I, I so th- I, that's what I've been watching. Then I have a couple of movies that I want to watch. They all look fucking bananas. <laughs> Joshua Tree featuring Dolph Lundgren looks awesome. Okay, hell yeah, I'm Bro- in for Dolph. Uh, Joey, I think you wanted to watch Brotherhood of Justice. I do actually. I forgot about that. And then Tyler, I think that you and I were going to watch Savage Beach at one point. Yeah, we've talked about that. It's like bikini babes blowing up an island. Oh yeah, we totally overlooked that. We talked about <laughs> it like a month ago. Yeah, we got to do that. We were going to do an episode where we just were going to watch two movies. It was be Brotherhood of Justice and Savage Beach, and I think that would be a really fun episode. Yeah, wouldn't really fit to the format. But um, one other movie I want to watch is called Hard Ticket. Called Cheese that week. <laughs> just cheese. Hey, this is cheese. Cheese I, on cheese. The podcast about wine about cheesy movies. Cheese. Oh, Oh, and then we could do the we could always do just like a wine episode too, and just talk about two albums. Yeah. Whatever, that's all besides the point. Hey, stay out of our meeting, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> this is close to our meeting. <laughs> um, I also want to watch a movie called Hard Ticket to Hawaii, which looks also fucking crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was awesome, Joey. I like that a lot. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. We're gonna talk about November two, uh, a movie that was. Uh, we're going to talk about August Rush. <laughs> Listen. Can you hear it? The music. I can hear it everywhere. In the wind. In the air. In the light. Tyler, you'd never seen this movie before, correct? <laughs> no. Okay, well, I feel like I you have because you're pretty prescient with your review the other night. So here, here we go. Yeah, I think there's... Um, so two people had sex and had a kid. They threw it out. Nah, it wasn't, it wasn't an abortion. The baby decided to do that. had to live on its own for a while, but it was really good at busking. So I was playing guitar in the streets a while, got into school. Uh, Robin Williams is in there as uh, a dad or a music teacher. 
I think it's it's basically um What's the what's the what's the one where they read books with Robin Williams? <laughs> uh, it's that movie but they do music and the kid's a prodigy but he doesn't kill himself at the end. That's it. <laughs> That was like dead. I remember really accurate. I remember making fun of you when you said that because I was like, Robin Williams is in this fucking yeah. movie. I watched this with my parents. I hated it. It's the worst movie I ever saw. And I've said that to this day. And I watch it again. I still think it. But that was dead on. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about the, not just me, but the human mind. <laughs> I, there are things that I've done at work dozens of times that I still tr- struggle to remember. I saw the trailer for this movie. I never saw this movie. I saw the trailer for this movie in 2007. I remembered all of that from the fucking trailer. You saw this trailer like one time. That was all That's based on 12 that. 12 years ago. That's How fucked so up is wild. that? That's crazy. But yeah, good for you, man. I love it. Um, okay, so there are a couple different things going on with this movie. The music that they play is like... August Rush plays some fucking Andy McKee style guitar. And August Rush is the kid, by the way. It's August Rush is yeah. Name. Okay, yeah, yeah. so so Carrie Russell and then what's the, what's the rip that? off Ewan McGregor? Rip off Ewan McGregor. I can't remember his name. I didn't even write it down. Uh, Jonathan Reese Davies. Jonathan yes. Reese Davies. Yeah. Um. They uh they fuck one night. They make a kid on a roof. On a roof. And they get sprayed with water. Carrie Russell's dad is a really really controlling dad because she's at Juilliard. She finds out she's pregnant, and then she gets hit by a car. She because the trauma of the car crash didn't, makes didn't. her prematurely have the child. While she's getting treated for the car crash, the baby comes out. The dad says the baby died, and he forges her signature to give it up for adoption. A felony. So she thinks that yeah. the baby's dead. So for ten years, this child is in foster care, and she thinks her child then has died. But yep. during during these 10 years, apparently they're thinking about each other all the time and they both really like that song Moondance and I feel like that's like a theme. And then, They uh, ruined that song. For and that then that's a nice song. The dude is like an Irish brother who's in like an Oasis-y kind of the band. The Connolly brothers. The Connolly brothers. Oh, and then they do His that. His brother the, keeps saying baby bro. The thing that's so, so typical, the uneducated guy in a shitty rock band goes and becomes a really, really rich yep. agent in LA. Crazy rich San agent. San Francisco. Either way. <laughs> yeah. You know the whole thing where you are just in a band, so out of nowhere you just become a really successful agent. Yeah. There's a bunch of terrible Everyone Damien Rice. A bunch of terrible Damien Rice ripoff music yeah. throughout the movie. It's horrible. There's a lot of like stomp Nike Street commercials going All on. All the music is awful. It's so and it, the thing is like they just like so the kid is supposed to be the savant. I'm I'm assuming what they imagined was synesthesia, like what like um, John Mayer has, where you can visualize sounds basically. Is this real? And it, yeah, it is. Uh, but w- what they do is just have the kid go around and hear noises and get inspiration from that. I'm like. That's yeah. not a savant thing. That's just what fucking people do that write things. Right. Yeah. He's just like, I. Oh, you found inspiration this, from that noise? All this yeah. shitty traffic is a music. It's so stupid. Like, oh, from like the different beats around you. Like, do you know how many other people have done that or anywhere that have written things? Like, yeah. that's not a, that's not a, like a scarcity. That's Seriously. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing that most artists do is draw yeah. inspiration from things surrounding them. Yeah. So that alone is just stupid as fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I have a I have a note here that says who the hell who the holy hell is Manix? They kept talking Manix. about a character named Manix. Oh, I yeah. don't. And we looked it up, but I, I no already idea. don't remember. Yeah. We looked it up yesterday as we watched it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we kept thinking Terrence Howard was Clint Howard. I thought that'd be a fun. The a other fun day, character. The other day, I had somebody ask me, "Do you guys ever watch the movies together?" About this Rarely. podcast, yeah. and I said, "I don't think we ever have." I think. <laughs> Until yesterday. There was one that I think, uh, maybe not. I don't know. Unless it was, no, because I don't think we ever did like any, during one of our movie marathons or anything. No. We were going to do a Mahoning movie thing and like pod there and back, but we just never did. Huh. Um, And we wasted it on this. Uh, (laughs) Mike and I. That's the the only one you can do. Um, okay, so once the th- once this movie really kicks off for me <laughs> is when August Rush goes to see Arthur playing guitar in the park, and Arthur says, "I go- yeah, I went to the school of screw you and take your damn money," 
and then they go back. <laughs> I'll to let the, you buy me a pizza. Yeah, and they yeah. go and they go back to this opera house run by Wizard Bono, who's, who's Robert Williams. Wait, wait, play this place. Oh, by the way, is just like total Pinocchio. <laughs> Lost. It has definite Lost Boys element to it because they have like ramps yeah. and and they're all like screaming tech- pizza. Yeah, he uh, they, he walks in. It's an abandoned building with all these kids hanging off rafters, and they're all doing like one unique thing with music related that right. shows off their personality. Yeah, look at me. I'm that kid that learned that thing. Hey, I'm the kid that's uh, slapping a stick on the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he doesn't make that much. That's money my in thing. The <laughs> so so Robert Williams falls asleep and. Uh, August Rush finds a guitar and puts it in some fucking American football tuning and starts slapping it. And all of a sudden, American there's like football a football tuning. He, he does open the tuning up because you can't play slap tuning in standard. It's true. Not we thought, work. We were yesterday. We were matching all the intros that would be funny to splice into this movie. <laughs> yeah. Like when he's like starting to play, we thought it'd be funny if it had the American football tuning from the first track. <laughs> Is it the first track? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then it, we thought it'd be really funny if uh, it was Time of Your Life by Green Day, where it's like bring bring bring, and then he goes. And then plays it. <laughs> My favorite is one like starting right from the beginning, and then every time that August is playing guitar and they zoom into the hands, that is an adult man's hands. That's, yo, that's yeah. what I was saying yesterday. Every time, they're every huge. time, like he's a eleven-year-old child. Eleven years, two months, and fifteen days. Those are the hands of an adult man. Yeah, every time for sure. Those and they're like it's not other dudes. Not hands, even just the dad. Like not even the size of the hands, but just like they've seen the life. Like, the <laughs> yeah, they're a little weathered. <laughs> yeah, they're weathered hands. They're not the hands of a child. No. To get back to not. the open tuning thing, later on in the movie, he's playing guitar in fucking New York somewhere, and his dad, unknown, they don't know that they're father and son yet. His dad rolls up with the same exact guitar and is like, "Hey, let's play together." Also, his guitar. No, he doesn't have the same guitar because he's like. The oh, dad right. is like, Playing yo, rum. that guitar is right. sick, man. But they swap guitars. Both of them are in open tunings. I thought August was going to be like, I don't know how to play fucking standard, dude. Yeah, there's there's a 0% chance that you would be in the exact same open tuning no as somebody way. else. Well, and then there's like bits in now where August even starts strumming. And then you're just like, wait a minute. Yeah. You know? I thought you were just a slap guy. Well, and the thing too is like, regardless of how much you can hear in your head that doesn't equate to finding where that sound exists on a fretboard I or agree. on a yeah. keyboard like you have to learn where that tune exists yeah you can't just like it, hit it and it magically exactly, works out like somewhere on well, he is a savant he's just hitting harmonics but that doesn't mean time. you know like he needs to take several hours to at least learn when that because that sound exists in a specific place savant. on that board but savant. he is a savant that doesn't tell you anything. <laughs> I told, I told, the sound exists somewhere. Nah, on there. You have to find it. I told, I told Joey to Google Andy McKee, uh, August Rush, and he found uh, there was a, an article that said how to play guitar like August Rush Telecaster <laughs> Guitar Forum. And I was like, fuck that. Um, well, no, so uh, it wasn't Andy McKee that, um, I don't know. I guess kind of designed this style. He's the one that really popularized it with that song Drifting. I'm yeah. sure everyone remembers that from like 2005, 2006. There was another guitar player. I forget his name. That this uh, the first thing that August plays is actually based on that. Oh, interesting. Um, I want to. I'm going to show you guys a video. I'll post it to the Twitter. There's a video of Robert Williams and, and August are like hanging outside, and Robert. he's like, and he's like, if if the cop asks your name, you don't give me your real name. And when I say run, you run. Robert Williams tackles the cop and August. Stop Robert. saying Robert Williams. <laughs> it took four times for you guys to notice. August, August jukes jukes the cop in like the lamest <laughs> ass manner. It's really funny. Yeah, I, I wrote I wrote Robert Williams. It was a bit. <laughs> Joey's point in my notes. Some of the things that uh, his, his roommate had to say about it were not so savory. <laughs> he Ooh. seemed to think there was a narrative of like a little bit of like mentally handicapped people that had a child who was also a hard r i was like damn <laughs> <laughs> i just said his name oh, but, by the way it was um the guitar player that kind of developed this style is michael hedges i want to give him his due esteban okay. but uh andy mckee's definitely the one that made it most popular because that was right when youtube was getting hot he did that song drifting gorgeous mm-hmm, mm-hmm. trying to i'm gonna do a self plug i learned that when i was 16 <laughs> based on youtube uh, it was pretty good <laughs> Based at Based on YouTube. Um, there was a point in the movie where Joey said, put some stank on it. <laughs> what was I even talking about? Ooh, I, I have no idea. That. I think you were talking about him slapping I think I was like, movie. oh, he put some stank on it that <laughs> yeah. time. 
Um, there's a part where uh, August Rush hits his Bob Dylan's like religious 80s era and, and he, he goes, goes into a Baptist church choir. and he's just like fucking like Phantom of the Operating <laughs> at this like empty <laughs> yeah. organ. Uh, yeah, instead of being a, a burn victim, he's just an orphan. Yeah. How is he supposed to be so good at music, but he can't even fucking whistle too? I he wrote can't that. whistle? No, I wrote this dipshit can't even whistle. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think, honestly, dipshit's one of the best insults ever. Oh, for sure. I also wrote that someone said, do I look like a real estate tycoon to you? Who says that? Does Arthur, Arthur say that when Arthur they first meet? It, yeah. I think that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah. It's like, I don't have anywhere to stay. What do you yeah. want me to do, man? I'm not do I look like a real estate tycoon. It's also weird that like when Robin Williams is like, all right, lights out, kids, time to go to bed. He just wanders the halls and plays harmonica while they sl- oh, yeah. try to go to sleep. Weird. There's a part where, okay, so. Dude, the Bono shit was killing You know me. what's crazy? <laughs> Robin Williams uh, signed on for this. It is wild. This he, is after he Good looks unreal. This also is in this. He looks this like Bono. is after Mrs. Doubtfire. Hello. Which, in my opinion, is better than this. I agree. Well, light years. This yeah. is after what dreams may come. Wet yeah. dreams. Wet dreams may come. Um. So wet dreams may come. Um. I think that there's a part. There's a part of this movie where it's like the the O'Connelly brother or whatever. Runs into somebody else that was in the band in San Francisco, and he's like, "Come to my house." When, oh, the taxi driver and guy. He just does, or yeah, no. taxi okay. driver guy. So he goes to this house, and they're playing like a his giant video footage. of his band playing. And he goes there on a date and like tries to fucking fight his brother or something. Oh. Like that. That's yeah. actually one, one of the first things I he wrote. Fucking rock from, from that <laughs> Irish brothers band in the beginning. Yeah, cool date. They theme. fucking suck as a band. Yeah, so the most generic it's thing unreal. ever. Boring. And no one in real life does that microphone sharing thing where they like both sing into the same microphone back to back. That's not a thing. Little Steven and Bruce Springsteen are doing it right now. You know what sounds better? Everyone being channeled into their own microphone. For sure. Yeah, it sounds great. Um, but no, I bring up that scene because that that scene, he's on a date, ruins the whole date, gets punched in the face by his brother, inspires him and to move. we never move, see that girl again. Inspires him to move back to New York to find Lila yeah. or something, he's right? Like, well, my so, brother punched and me. And then tell it. all her neighbors about the thing they had 10 years ago 11 11 years 2 months and 15 days plus 9 months he calls her on a cell phone and gets her answering machine so this is again why this is bullshit that if anyone's watching that there's no way that they can think that's kind of cute and romantic yeah if someone did that to you in real life that's psychotic yeah. <laughs> it really is psychotic that's fucking nuts completely bananas if any one of you went back to your apartment and someone you hooked up with 10 years ago 10 Years ago, is out front, and they're like, "Hey, I'm back." I'm like, "Yeah, what the fuck?" <laughs> I would be terrified. Do you I not call, have a life? Like, I would like, yeah, file a restraining order. Yes. So I guess the theme of this movie then too is like, music is the thing that when you're feeling bad, it brings you back. So like, they both start playing again. Her name's on the fucking marquee of like yeah. this yeah. whole thing that August is doing. Was she that big of a deal? That's really weird. Uh, Clint Howard <laughs> sees the paper that says August Rush, and then he sees another one that says uh, Evan Taylor, <laughs> and he's like, August Rush is Evan Taylor. He does like a Finkel, Finkel kind of thing, <laughs> retcons it, figures out what's going on. They all kind of like meet in Central Park, yeah. and that's the ending. When it's that's just... like a massive fucking crowd, too. Oh, and there's the bit, we were saying it's almost like it's got the... Um, it's got the Run Forest Run shit going. Yeah, on. there's two Forrest Gump references in it. One, Bubba Gump is in the movie. True. And then two, the actor. Yeah, the guy that played Bubba. He's like the the little girl from the gospel choir's dad. He's oh, the preacher dude. Shit. Yeah, and That's then Bubba. Uh, yeah, yeah, and then there's a Run August Run part when he's, when he's running like, running through oh, the seedy underbelly. Well, of because him. yeah, when he's running th- through the uh, subway station, then he comes back and Arthur fucking honky tonk man's Robin Williams <laughs> with the guitar. <laughs> hey, Jeff Jarrett. Hey, Jeff Jarrett's him, dude. That's so good. I was and, it's great. and it was funny because when we were watching, I was like, "Yo, would it, wouldn't it be sick if you just Jeff Jarrett him right now?" And then two seconds later, he, he did. does. And I was like, yes. I think that August, the, the little kid, is 100% Anthony Hopkins in a child's body, the way he talks. <laughs> Music is all around us. <laughs> like Music is all around us. Robert Williams is a pimp and all these kids are his hoes. I'm just rattling off my notes at this point. In Brazil, the movie's called The have, Sound of the Heart. Have we talked about how Robert Williams' character's name is Wizard? Yeah, but it's not. Yeah. It's like Walter or something. And then they start, when he when uh, August first gets there, they start calling him Citizen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was like um, a inside joke with him and Arthur, I think. Yeah. I don't know. 
I just can't believe he did that. Uh, one quick question. Okay. What do you think the character that Robin Williams played smelled like? Oh, piss. <laughs> Easy. Um, I would say like... Uh... <laughs> You're thinking about this one, dude. I what, okay, Tyler, what, what, do you, what do you think? Like cloves. Cl- <laughs> cloves? Cloves. All right. Like cloves cigarettes. He smells like cloves. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yo, he, I mean, he's he definitely like he's pimping those kids out. It sucks, and then yeah. he's like shitty. Do you have children? Let me mm. ask you something. Do you have children? <laughs> <laughs> that is always the argument. I know for a fact that and he she does. says that in this. Right. Do you no, have children? I know, then you I know possibly that Mike. Know. Are you asking Mike? I know that he does. Oh, cool. Yeah, they're out there. I got I got a little yeah. <laughs> autistic August Rush running around somewhere. Oh, Mike wait. has had sex twice. Somehow has three kids. <laughs> Yeah, have you heard of twins? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Triplets. All right. If you guys don't have anything else to say, I, I, I would like to rate this movie. Final note, this is the exact same movie as Dead Poet Society. <laughs> I've, I have one last note, and it was in the scene at the end when his parents are walking up. Uh, <laughs> Mom walks by and puts her hand on the back of a guy that looks exactly like Charles Bronson. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> We were talking about it's how very bizarre. We, talking, we rewound it to make sure. Wow. We were talking about how funny it would be if, like, he's staring at her and uh, like he just walks over and talks to Charles Bronson instead of talking to yeah. Lila. Like, dude, I loved your work. I, I, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's so good, dude. sir. Sir. Yeah. What are the like the odds that the parents meet up again in that situation is so stupid. But it's like they it, don't. It feels like a Christmas movie. I get that he could know it's it's a Hallmark it's his movie. Parents. I could. Is get, it actually no no that. Might as well be stylistically. I, I can get in the whole weird mystic realm how he could know they're his parents, but they would have no idea that he's their kid. Yeah, no she clue. saw the posters at the <laughs> like, orphanage kinda, office. Kind of looks like oh, right. me. True, the Terrence Howard uh, thing. Yeah, point. Have we ever talked about that? <laughs> he he is trying to convince the world that one times one equals two. Have we ever Ooh. done that? Who? Terrence Howard. Like in real life, he's legitimately like tries to be like a guy that is convincing mathematicians that one times one equals two. Is that like the simple math thing that people are doing? Now? I don't know. Remember when he was in Iron Man? Yeah, and then Clint he got, Howard. Yeah, cl- well, because he, of he wanted to get paid more than like Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> or some yeah. shit. Yeah, and then they got Don Cheadle, hey, who's man, a way let me better get actor. Paid more, man. I would like if Don Cheadle's name was Don Cheeto. Yeah. Just just for the record, Don, if you ever listen to this, I think you're a way better actor than Terrence Howard. Yeah. Oh, sure. You're much better. uh, What's his name? What's War Machine's name? War Machine. And what's his name? Rhodey. Rhodes. 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 Rose. Rose. Rhodes. I was going to say Rick Rhodey, which is our friend's name. That's our friend's name. Hi, Rick. It was uh, listening. Rhodes. All right. Uh, I'm done with this. Yeah. Let's let's rate this piece of junk. Don, I'm glad it was you. Like a solid one. <laughs> so let me just say, hard one. Allowed. I don't know if you brought this up, but on IMDb, it's a seven point five out of ten, and the craziest audience, rating I've ever. Heard. Audience score on to, uh, Rotten Tomatoes is eighty two percent. Good lord, this movie is so fucking bad that those two <laughs> scores make me livid. Yeah, yeah, someone asked me the other day what's the worst movie you've ever watched I, because of the podcast. I give this I a three. I hadn't watched this yet, so <laughs> you give it a three, a three out of ten. Yeah. This is easily the worst movie I've ever seen. This is my least favorite movie oh, of all time. Oh, you're upset that I gave it too high of a score. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. This is easily the worst movie I've ever seen. I want to leave it a little bit of, of room This is the for... worst movie I've ever seen. I would love to give it a seven and a half. <laughs> so me giving it a I'm three <laughs> is optimistic because I want to leave room for I hope that there's a worse movie I'll watch one day. Oh, I yeah, I kind of like that. I think That's why I said one. I think it's nice to know you... <laughs> Because you have the whole room between zero and one. I have half. Well, no, because you, you rate it one to ten. You can't get lower than one. Yeah. I'm rating it a one. No, you rate uh, it zero. Oh, yeah. You can't. Oh, well, one and a half. Yeah. <laughs> this this is, is easily the worst movie I've ever seen. It's so bad. It's nice to know you've hit the bottom. I thought I hit the bottom when I watched Hot Pursuit featuring Sophia Vergara and Reese Witherspoon with yeah. Jordan and Kate. They were watching for their podcast. I was watching because it was on. That sucked. I watched this with my parents. My parents made me watch this unforgivable <laughs> uh, worst movie I've ever seen this it's really honestly a really really bad movie horrible this is a or actually uh, before we this this is a comparison I thought of while watching it you know how um, dumb people will watch the Big Bang Theory yeah because they think it will teach them science for some reason 
For anyone that doesn't understand music and they think they're going to like learn something about music, this yeah. is what they would watch. But it wouldn't teach them anything about it. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. That's fair. Shame on you, Robert Williams, for taking this role. I'm trying to play some slap guitar. Mike, dude, he's gone. No, that's Robin Williams. <laughs> um, I found us. I found us in the movie. Uh, Joey is Evan, who is the love child. I'm August Rush. Yeah, the love Sick. child of Tyler and I. Tyler's Lila, and I'm the O'Connelly brother. I like it. So I'm, <laughs> Car- I'm Carrie Russell, <laughs> and I'm fucking Jonathan Reese Davies. I have been hit by a car, so that makes sense. <laughs> um, did you guys think of any tasting notes? Um, <laughs> I just wrote yeah. pizza. Pizza and I put some nerds because of nerdy. I wrote, oh, yeah, yeah, that's good. I wrote cyanide so I could stop watching it. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's really that's good. What he wanted to eat during this. Yeah. <laughs> my whole thing was like, how do I stop? Because like, one of my first notes literally is, thir- I wrote 13 minutes in, this movie sucks. Yeah. It's, it it's impossible. At least bad. I knew how bad I thought it was from when I, so I watched this movie when I was like six. 16 or 17 with my parents and I remember being like what was that that's the worst thing I've ever seen so yeah. I knew and like I've been saying for years that this is my least favorite movie so, <laughs> so I knew going into it how much years. I hated it yeah I've been preaching it uh, but I guess I knew to expect how bad it was but it did help to watch it with another person yeah I'm sure give you that um, yeah should we do some wider cheese yeah let's see wider cheese let the track play a little bit it's the wrong segment, dude. Wine or cheese. <laughs> Alright, It's a segment. <laughs> that we do right. on the show. My first one is uh feeling like a motherless child, hate bends me down. Ooh. I think that's the movie. Yeah, that's a movie. It's the little uh, Baptist girl. She's singing that. Yeah, that's right. In the movie. Uh, I got Clouds Don't Trail Me Anymore. Ooh. I'm going to go album. That's good. That's, is that album? It is album. Yeah. I don't remember what song. I didn't write that part down. <laughs> um, Let me. All right. All right, I'll just do my comedy one. No, I ain't got no family. My pops was a drunk. My mom, she ran off with this crackhead named Lil Jesus, but he wasn't no Lil Jesus. You know what I'm saying? That's from Nerdy. I forgot about the crackhead line. So stupid. Uh, my my really obvious one. I remember your face. Imprinted on angels. <laughs> All right. Um, come on, be brave. Movie. Uh, movie. That is movie. Yeah. My uh, heart has caught up to me, but still these words hold my hand. Hmm. Uh, the m- m- album. I'm gonna say movie. It's from To Mandate Heaven off of the album. Yeah. Okay. I, I have no more. I remember the day the song went out. Album. Poison Well. Yeah. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Could I end my life with a knife shaped of problems? <laughs> <laughs> That's got a movie. A uh, wish John- for wings that work. <laughs> That's not Jonathan Reese Davies. That's John Wick three. <laughs> uh, any more? No. We should probably do this earlier in this in the show. I think we say this every week, but I think people like this segment. We'll try oh. to do it earlier next okay, time. Okay, we'll do it earlier. All right, cool. Do people like anything we do? No, no one gives me any feedback. <laughs> all, all my friends. Hate I'll do this. the segment where I check to see if we have new reviews, and then we when we don't, we end the episode abruptly. <laughs> yeah, that's probably good. Like, well, we have to know when to stop. Uh, We're waiting. Nope. I think we have one more rating since the last time. Oh wait. Oh shit! We have one from ten hours ago. Oh, what? What do we got? From user the Ice Age is here. Okay. Five stars. Thank you. Title: Incredible niche content. Oh yeah. Message: uh, Rock hand emoji and do two, two hearts emoji. Wait. Do a pink heart. Thanks. Thanks. Thank you Thanks for that. The Ice Age is here. The Ice Age is that a um, American Nightmare reference? Oh word. Let me know. That might be. I think well, it is. Well, that's the sweetest thing anyone's ever said. That, that was very. Nice. That was very nice. Thank Either you. Way, thank you Anonymous for user. taking the time. Yeah, and uh, you know, feel free to leave us a review. That was really fun. Actually, it made us all feel really good. And yeah. you know what? From now on, based on that, if you leave us a five star review, you're allowed to spit in Joey's mouth. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's cool. <laughs> I'll do that. Well, we got three so far. So line up. <laughs> 
you've Get convinced us ready. You've convinced us to keep doing Get this. Get in while my mouth's still dry. <laughs> convinced us to keep doing it if for nothing more than spitting in Joey's mouth. <laughs> You get a turn. Everyone gets one Everyone turn. Everyone gets one turn. Everybody yep. hits. Yep. At the uh, cover show, you help, you know, get my pipes <laughs> ready. We need yes. verification, though. You, we need to, you need to show us that you actually gave the review. You Correct. Can't, you can't just yeah, yeah, up. yeah, yeah. You can't just get in line to spit in Joey's mouth. <laughs> that it's could a, be a cool, that's like, a different line. This could be cool. <laughs> could be a cool promotional tool. Yeah, um, yeah. A cool promotional tool. That's actually says. pretty punk. Listen up in two weeks when we'll be talking about... Uh, it'll be like a Halloween episode, I guess. And uh, check us out on social media, Wine Cheese Pod. Email us at winecheesepod at gmail.com. Let us know what you think Movie Jello is. Yeah, we're still trying to figure that out. Yeah.